0: And now, welcome to the Rock the Universe podcast, new year, new name, first episode in four months. I am here with Radar. How you doing? Hey, man, what's rocking? It's good to be back. Everything is rocking, going smoothly, and we also have a special guest here tonight in the form of Brad. How you doing, Brad?
1: Hey, I'm doing all right. Can you hear me okay? Yep, everything is
0: going fine. Brad is a friend of mine and Radar's. Um,
1: we don't know, uh, really and Brad, really since, oof,
2: about, probably almost 10 years ago. Same thing with Tristan, we've gone way back, all three of us.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just keep Brad around out of pity, you know.
1: Yeah, they feel bad for me, so I just stick around. Yeah, he's My like parents like didn't love me, 30 pounds, and a midget, so <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes
0: him.
2: All right, to the end. No, kidding.
1: Yeah,
0: all right, so radar, just tell the audience, how have you been for the past four months or so?
2: Oh, I was stressed. I was depressed. I was just oppressed. I was everything with S. Okay. It was rough. It was just, I feel like a Dr. Seuss right now. But anyways, it was a real rough time for me. And then recently things changed, And I'll explain that more on a uh, different point in this podcast here today. But, um, Lately, things have been very random for me, but very open. I'm very free now. I'm a free man. I'm very happy to be free.
0: And we will get to more on that later. I, want to, I do want to remind you all before we continue, only half of this podcast will be available to you if you're listening on a YouTube. If you want to catch the rest, you can go to the flurry of links down below to just whatever podcasting platform you prefer, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, the Anchor website itself, or Pocket Casts, and anything in between. So stay tuned after for some exclusive content on those platforms.
2: Speaking of platforms, Netflix. We all know Netflix, right? So recently I just finished watching Riverdale. I know I'm, I'm late to the party on that one, but uh, it's a real nice show. I can really identify with it so well. I literally I feel the Jughead Jones within me. It's weird. But um, aside from that, I started watching a new show. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Haunted.
1: Never heard of it. Uh, I think I've heard of it.
2: Well, now they came out with one that's Latino America. Yes, it's all subtitles, but it is very good. Yo, if you thought we had ghosts, Latinos got it the worst. They get really scary ghosts, man. And you get to learn Spanish in the process. Yeah, yeah. That's another benefit right there. Dude, I literally... I, I never jump really, okay? This is in subtitles, and I jumped. So you, you got scared from words? No, no, I'm saying for something to be subtitles, you would think it would not be scary. You would just be like, eh. Oh, no, Spanish
1: subtitles. Uh.
2: <laughs> Dude, the subtitles be in like. The actions, Boo, okay? Who in that Spanish in, and in jumps? <laughs> The thing is, there's this girl, okay? Her name is the same name as my sister. And so I'm like getting a feel in this now. I'm like, oh my goodness, because we used to live in a house that was haunted when we were younger. So I'm like, wow, you know? And so she's like running from this ghost that has like no eyes or something, like the, the eyeballs are gone, okay? But it's got like a top hat and it's classically dressed and it's very creepy and aggressive. And it steps when you make a step. You know what I mean? Like, if you step forward, it steps forward. You step forward again, it steps. It's weird. So she's trying to run away from this thing. She goes and locks herself in her mom's room. And then you think, okay, she's safe. It can't get her there. Hand on the shoulder out of nowhere. And that made me jump so bad. And speaking about my mom, moms in general, um, recently she got her second dose of the, the... CV. Yeah. yeah. Just call it
0: CV. So YouTube doesn't the, tell
2: us. The shot, let's say, that's going on, the moment in the world, the most popular one going on as it is. and Tetanus? No, oh, not that, <laughs> but I think I could have used that a few months ago. Anyhow, um, another story for another time. I uh, was I going with that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I get sidetracked because you may be think of tetanus now uh because i thought i had locked all a few months ago it was weird so i guess that's really all there is to that part but she got uh, her shot and she started getting her reaction to it finally and she was kind of getting a bit of a fever but then she went into AFIB, and so she ended up like calling out of work so that was kind of scary so i was definitely watching over her uh like kind of a little worried there like you know i don't want anything to happen and if something does happen i want to at least say like you know you know i spent all the time with you i could
0: um, See, I'm getting, I'm getting the the second part of the, the thingy majig that we can't reference by name. Yeah. On Tuesday, so way to scare me.
2: Well, I'm more scared than Mexican subtitles. Had, like, a heart problem, so it was kind of underlying there. But I've well, had it. surgery I, in a couple I'm, months, right. so you
0: should be. Bread, you're never all right.
2: We're all just kind of. We're all just kind of praying, you know, because she's got to get heart surgery in a couple of months. And I know there's only Dang. a 1% chance of death, but it's still a chance, you know.
1: Yeah. We're just all trying to be strong. Well, together. There's that much chance of you just walking down your steps to leave the house. you got a 1% chance of death. Exactly. Exactly.
2: And, Maybe we better um, shut down
0: on the stairs. Stair control.
2: She wants to uh, leave the job she's working at and come work with me and my sister. Me and my sister both work at the same place. We're gonna pretty soon almost have like the whole family working at the same place. I'm not gonna say what place, but it's kind of funny that we're all we, be working we the
0: same alluded place. to it. Um, just think, um, groceries are sold there, but clothes are sold there too.
2: Think about Smurf Village. If you think about the color, you will understand where I work. Okay, that's the best yeah. hint I can give anyone. I'm not gonna I say it, but I'm gonna Smurf tell village, you. Everybody. Okay, I'm not gonna say it, but I'm gonna say it. I work in a little blue slice of hell, okay? That That's just being honest. There, there's nothing wrong with that, okay? But they pay nice. Um, recently, though, interesting story at work. I found out a lot of people close to me at work, and not even, just everyone is apparently smoking weed. I'm very surprised. Because um, I don't smoke weed, and I'm not an advocate for it. Um, but some may be, and some may. And that's up to them, you know. Um, but if you do, you do. And me, I, I'm just, I'm not going to. And I'm not going to support it. Um, but I was very surprised to learn that some of my closest co-workers do smoke weed. And that was really uh wow for me. That was an interesting thing that happened recently. And, uh, yeah. So your life's there been interesting. Benefits. Yes. How about you, Kai, Lately, Anything like all that? Well, for me... um well I no longer
0: have a job <laughs> I won't go into too much detail because I could go on for 20 minutes but basically there's this global situation going on right
2: yeah. now, I've, 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 I've never nice had, you there
0: I have never had the thing but I did happen to get a really bad head cold back in February bad enough that I, I had to take one day off of work you know so I take one day off and you know my manager was always nice to me But I make the assistant manager mad once, and he finds two ways to get me in trouble in five days. And one of his ways of trying to punish me was daring to be sick during a global health situation. Daring to call out of work once, and that was never a rule. So I quit. And it's been two months, and I still don't have a job. Um, But I'm working on changing that. I'm going to go check up on an application at a local gas station tomorrow.
2: Sure you don't want to come work in Smurf Village? I am more than dandy
0: not doing that. So, hopefully I have a job soon. Um, you know, unlike unlike Radar's relationship situation, which you might want to stick around to the second half to hear more about, um, my situation is basically just, um, you know, if you listen to the podcast in its first iteration, I was talking to someone, we called her Lady Riot just for avoiding her namesake, but, uh, that never worked out. So right now I'm just kind of chilling solo. Um, I have dedicated like the past month that I've been jobless to just working on my universe mode stuff. Um, even though the date is April 28th, everything is done through May 30th. Uh, which is weird that includes all three days of WrestleMania So for the next month, you're not going to hear any universe mode discussion on the podcast because I'm afraid of accidentally leaking something and I don't want to do that. So this is the last time you're going to hear it mentioned. But other stuff in my life, uh, college is just college. It sucks. I hate it. I get out in two and a half weeks. But for my public speaking class, my group final is literally trying different kinds of pizza and rating which one is the best i'm gonna get a hundred on a project for all i do is eat and from someone who used to be 305 pounds that is a dream come true um but besides that i'd say my life's just been pretty average
2: i've been gaining weight lately ever since my life changed i actually went from 130 to 142 pounds if not that's shocking like that's shocking You know how much I eat now? I eat, like, a Slim Jim, like, a big savage one. I'll eat, like, a whole thing of jerky. Uh, I'll go and eat, like, four candy bars all in one sitting, man. And then I'll eat, like, a whole tray of chicken nuggets. Like, I, I, just, I just destroy food now.
0: Hold on. You're telling me that you're fat?
2: Yeah. Fat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bro we're gonna get scott steiner on your case um oh, so brad how have you been
1: that way oh i've been uh very exhausted going through a lot of training real life and for the tournament training to
0: of- what stop being a homosexual
1: yeah it's not going so well
0: though well i figured conversion therapy would be banned in your state
1: it is, but they're still trying. Damn. Hey, this isn't the worldwide church of God, okay?
2: Y'all ever this hear about is, that story? Oh, yeah. uh, Y'all ever hear about the worldwide church of God? No. Nope. It was like a. It had like the conversion therapy kind of stuff, and it's featured on Haunted, by the way. If you watch the original Haunted, the Westboro Baptist there. Church. It was like a cult kind of thing, almost. I had the conversion therapy. think of like Sisters of Quiet Mercy from Riverdale. It was like that.
0: Never seen Riverdale.
1: That's your thing. I, I haven't either. But,
0: but okay.
2: From Riverdale.
0: So, Brad, tell us a little bit about your life since we interrupted you.
1: Oh yeah, just been training in the mixed martial arts. So that's basically it. You know, it turns into a whole lifestyle.
0: Hopefully, you don't Chris Weidman yourself. Well, you know I what they not. say,
1: Brad. That makes me. They nervous, often too.
2: say that the the biggest fight is man versus self. If you <laughs> I get what it's I'm hitting at. Brad versus <laughs> Brad. Exactly my
1: point.
0: <laughs> All right. So radar song of the week looks a little different today, but tell us your song of the week. You're one instead of three, and I have none.
2: Mine was a cover of "We Will Rock You." sung by three females who are in modern-day rock as, quite frankly, three of the best rock females out there. We're talking Cindy Lou okay? We all know her from Pretty Reckless. Oh, yeah. And then we're talking the nice pretty lady over from In This Moment, okay? And then leading the voice, the main voice in the remake of We Will Rock You... And it couldn't be any better because the way her voice is, she had to be like the lead out of the three. In my opinion, it seemed like Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm could not have a better voice for that song. And see, I haven't listened to this at all. I need to get on that. It is great. It is so good. The three best women in all of modern rock and roll going on in one remake of a great classic rock song. You know it turned out good. Screamers Hardcore.
0: All right. Um, you know, I didn't have anything written down for songs, but Radar got me in the song mood. So we're going to go through my recently downloaded, we've got November Rain by Guns N' Roses, which of course is a classic.
2: Uh, Power by Kanye. Before you go further for a second, I'm sorry to interrupt there, but just so people understand, when we talk about rock here and it's new, it doesn't mean it's new-new, it's new to us. We haven't heard it that much or just got into hearing it or, you know, it could be new. Well, none
0: of these so songs are new to wondered. me. Yeah, they're just new to my phone. But November Rain by Guns N' Roses, Power or maybe by Maybe
2: not Car- even just new to us, but new for us to talk about.
0: Yeah, uh, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. So, so you and get a sense of Kanye what kind of rock we like. West. Kanye West's two newest albums in full, and Rob Zombie's new album. So you can see it, it's pretty all over the place. Uh, majority rock, some Kanye West, and I have like two country songs on my phone. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go into too much depth on that because the big part of the free portion of today's show is it'll be two days ago for anyone listening to this. If you're listening to it on the day it comes out, but for us, it was about two hours ago that we all sat down and watched AEW dynamite. So we're going to go ahead and review that from our fan perspectives so the show kicked off with Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. Half of the dream match. We were just missing Christian Cage and Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, what did you think of the match that ended with Brian Cage beating, pa- Brian Cage beating Hangman Page? I got st- stumbled on my own words there. Page the page. Ball, despite uh, Hangman being the number one rated, like the number one contender. It might not be anymore because he lost to Brian Cage. What did you guys think of that match?
2: Oh, it was a really nice opening match. I mean, you, the whole time you're thinking, is Hangman going to pull off the classic guy who gets beat up in the beginning and then comes back to win in the end like we always see in some in right. well, here? I, uh, and he doesn't. The villain actually wins for once, and the man who got beaten down actually loses like he should. Genius well, that, to stick it, through with things. The loss Conviction. protects Hangman.
0: Something's missing didn't these days. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, but still, the thing I'm saying is these companies out there they lack conviction, and I love that about AEW that they're not afraid to let the villain win when they've cheated. You have gotta let them get the win when they've cheated sometimes.
1: Oh yeah, it they can't, can't always, be always be make it predicting. like a feel-good moment for the exactly. You the can't always be happy people because if you have
0: everything be a feel-good moment, eventually nothing becomes a feel-good moment, and um, oh, it gets very
1: stale.
2: You know, Thanks, I'm not going to comment on that, that
0: because they could perhaps give details away for future AW users. AEW
2: really leaves you on the edge of your seat at all times. Yeah, packing so much content in a short amount of time. It's beautiful. And
0: not everything needs a happy ending all the time. Happy they endings agree, are good. Magic.
2: And then... Yeah, like, like even though we're going to talk about it later on as we're assessing this, like the main event. The ending made me almost cry. It was like a total tearjerker kind of thing, you know?
0: And we'll get to more on that as we go along. But after that, we got the segment of the super elite, the young bucks, Kenny Omega, the good brothers and Don Callis, just chilling in a limo. Loved that.
1: It
0: was comedic, sometimes a little bit too much, but, uh, it was good, especially M.T. Nakazawa scaring everybody.
2: What is the T for? I got to know.
0: I don't maybe. know. So then after commercial, there was the Young Bucks versus Matt and Mike Seidel in a title eliminator match.
2: And where was Carl Anderson's pants? I'm sorry, but where were your pants? You're sitting in a limo with five other dudes. Where are your pants?
0: You know, maybe he swings that way. Um, that ended well, with the Young upper... none
2: of the others do. might as well keep your pants on
0: that ended with the young bucks winning so what'd you think of that match young bucks versus the side brothers oh
2: i loved that match too dude the amount of like sassiness out of the young bucks nowadays is great i just i just love that
1: i know i don't usually see a match that i don't like that includes the young bucks yeah that's
0: true true so then after the match though Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian interrupted and said they want to challenge the, uh, the Young Bucks for the tag titles next.
2: See, I almost am scared of that because, like we were just talking about, AEW is all about conviction. and To me, I feel like it's going to break up Daniels and Kazarian.
0: Yeah, because like the next time – well, it was announced that next week on Blood & Guts, it'll be SCU versus Jurassic Express versus Varsity Blondes versus the acclaimed Winter Faces – of the Young Bucks in two weeks, so SCU has to win that one, right? Because if they lose that one, they're not a team anymore, and they wouldn't end it on a multi-man match in the undercard to War Games. So I think SCU is yeah. winning next week.
2: Question is, really, who's losing? I think the I Acclaimed lose.
0: Think- the Acclaimed are the only heel team in the match. So, if you want the baby faces to look strong in victory, they have to pin the acclaimed. So, yeah. Uh, then, after that, we got Orange Cassidy versus Penta. So, thoughts on that one? I didn't pay the most attention. Again, to-
2: another great match. They seem to not fail me. And uh, I'm glad for that. Because where in the world do you see another man? in the wrestling industry with his hands in his pockets still able to run circles around yourself.
1: And I've always been a fan of him, Orange Cassidy.
2: And ironically and funny enough, I didn't even know who was going to be on the entire AEW card at all. Before the show started, I went and got a glass of orange juice and there I was drinking orange juice and out comes freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Yeah, could not have right- been more funny. Radar
0: doesn't follow AEW on a weekly basis. So he was texting me during the show. And just
2: so you know significantly how low the odds of this happening were, not just me watching the show or that Orange Cassidy came out, but the fact that I was even drinking orange juice is such a rarity. And that just what in the world Yeah,
1: you were like I'm drinking orange juice. I almost juice, never drink orange juice.
2: And I didn't and know who was orange on the Cassidy's card. coming out. And this is the first AEW I've watched in a couple months because I just haven't had the time, but I really love AEW, don't get me wrong. But now I'm going to be watching it more. And but now you like the odds? Yeah, I've always loved it. I guess I'll be drinking orange juice at every AEW from now on. <laughs> I feel like that's the right thing to do.
0: So after that, we got the parlay between the pinnacle and the inner circle, which I think was great. Even Sean Spears managed to seem convincing and he has not been good in four years.
2: The one thing that was lacking from that, I noticed Wardlow and Swagger didn't really speak to each other. I would have loved to see another Wardlow and Swagger moment. Why are you staring at me? Why are you staring at me? It's just too funny. I know that they're the muscle. I get that, but I just love their segments sometimes, what they have with each other.
0: So then it was confirmed that the Pinnacle will have the advantage in Blood and Guts next week which you can't have a war games match unless the heels have the advantage because it just works better that way.
2: You know what if I mean? I had to choose who's starting against Sammy Guevara. Cause we all know who he's starting. I think it's going to be Ty Dillinger and the muscle Wardlow. Cause who wouldn't start out with the muscle and an advantage. I think it's going to be Dillinger and Wardlow to start. It. See, he
0: hasn't been called Dillinger in two years, but you still call him that because that's the last time he was ever successful.
2: I wouldn't call it successful. It's just the last time I ever recognized him or followed along with his career was when he was with the other company. That's fair. But yeah, I know he's Gavin Spears now. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. Why did I say Gavin Spears? Isn't that <laughs> another wrestler, anyways? I don't know. It sounds
0: Gavin Spears. Let me see who that is. Yeah, Canadian.
2: I knew it. Wait, I'm a wrestler. I don't even know what the hell was
0: Sean Spears' indie name before becoming Sean Spears. So you got That's it right, weird. but you got it wrong. You, you, you half did it.
2: Can you Good meet job. me halfway? No.
0: <laughs> so after that, we got uh, M.T. Nakazawa in the ring for his match against Eddie Kingston that never gets started because Kingston and Moxley beat
2: everybody up. Even that was a great scene. We got a hostage situation. and How rare are those?
0: And it sold um, the tag match for next price. week. Yes, tag match next week: Kenny Omega and Mt Nakazawa versus Moxley and Kingston. And um, have you guys heard the rumors on who Kenny Omega will try and challenge next to add another title to his collection?
2: There yeah. are there are well, yes. rumors. Maybe.
0: There are rumors of him going to Pro Wrestling Noah and challenging the Great Muta for the GHC yeah. Heavyweight Title.
2: That would be a really great torch pass right there. Especially because
0: Muda needs to retire. He's had double knee replacement.
2: And it's just old. And I know he probably loves Omega really on the side. So he would do it for him. He he would throw the title to him in a great match. And then we got a backstage
0: Taz and Christian, which I think was good. It helps sell uh, how much Christian doesn't like Team Taz.
2: It was good, but I felt like he belittled Taz a little too hard. I feel like Taz just being—I don't know. Just uh, I feel bad for Taz every time I see him because I just like, oh, he can't fight anymore. Just stop. He's dead already, you know. I get that. It's like he's already been neutered. Why just, just why make it worse? You know, you kick a man when he's down. Support Team Taz. Do yourself a favor, everyone. Just support Team Taz. Okay? Don't be a jerk.
0: So, after that, we had Penelope Ford versus Chris Statlander in a match that I barely paid attention to because the winner was obvious. Uh, Chris well, Statlander was won. was
2: the only bad match on the night. The I don't think it was bad. bad they're just...
0: The night wasn't much substance to it
2: okay maybe not bad but yes it it was clearly the weakest match or thing in the night let's say that it was weak enough for me to miss the entirety of the match i think i saw five seconds of the entrance and then i heard the bell ring when it was over i was literally that, that was the equivalent of a uh another company's bathroom break it was just like so
0: I think we're just going to gloss over that and jump to Ten's backstage promo where he's talking about how much Brody Lee meant to him, which helped sell the main event. And I think it did a good job at that. It
2: really did. Yeah. And I then we him. go
0: 10 is good. He's got a good future. Yeah. And then we had QT Marshall, Aaron solo and Nick camarado versus Dustin Rhodes Wait, Lee why did I say that that,
2: uh, what is wrong with me why did I say that, that was the main event clearly there were two more matches after that I am a dummy
0: so yeah the six man tag I mean I don't think there was that much to it but camarado really impressed you from what I remember
2: yeah I, I guess I just felt like it was the main event because it involved the world title for some reason I don't know why I'm losing my mind I forgot that we're in 2021 where the world title doesn't have to main event all the time anymore which is good. not in the 1990s. But uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, uh, so
0: yeah, Colorado impressed so you. Just
2: so I can specify on what I said earlier before we get to that match, that match between Ten and Allen had me crying at the end almost. Because like, even though I never really loved Luke Harper that much, when he came to AEW, I liked him a lot more. And uh, for him to have died so suddenly and so young, it was just sad. And then for this to happen, and the way they put on a nice show of sportsmanship at the end, and a nice tribute. It was great. I really loved that. So yeah, the six-man
0: tag ended with uh, QT Marshall, Aaron Solo, and Nick Camarado winning, but after the match was the interesting stuff, because Cody returned and basically put QT Marshall in the figure four on top of the Nightmare Family bus. So next week, it's going to be Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. And I think that one has an obvious winner.
2: Yeah, but I think clearly that's QT Marshall.
0: Well, I would disagree.
2: As much as I love Cody, I feel like there's always a trick up the bag for the other side when you're least expecting it. In order to keep the intrigue, there has to be. And that's why I know... Marshall's got some kind of ace in the hole that's going to trump Cody and just totally make me upset. I just (laughs) think it's going to happen.
0: But uh, so before we get to the main event, let's go over what they announced for the May 12th episode of Dynamite. Because, wow, the Young Bucks are going to face the winner of next week's Fatal 4-Way match. So that should be expected. I think it'll be SCU, and that'll be SCU's last match. But also, John Moxley defends the IWGP U.S. heavyweight title against Yuji Nagata. So we're getting a New Japan guy challenging for a New Japan title on AEW TV in two weeks. That is going to be ridiculous. So who do you guys think? Well, I think, I think Moxley is going to win. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, i'm gonna say moxley
0: all right and what's interesting if you go to new japan's website they are reporting on it so this cross promotion stuff is happening like new japan and aew are working together
1: i mean that's good for them it is good business
0: So the main event, Darby Allen versus 10 for the TNT title. And that match was good.
2: Wait, why am I so mixed up? It was the main event. Why did I say it wasn't? Oh, I'm losing my mind.
0: I think it's because you're excited to talk about stuff in the second half, which we'll be getting to right after we discuss the main event. So don't go anywhere. If you're on YouTube, click the links down below to get taken to any podcasting platform of your choice. But yeah, the main event, Darby Allen versus 10, ended in Darby Allen finding another way to retain, which is good in my opinion, but it was the post-match stuff that was very interesting. Scorpio Sky, well, after uh, Darby and 10 embraced and showed the Brody armband to everybody, which was good and emotional. Uh, Ethan Page, and Scorpio Sky attack, which think any I think chance
2: Sting and Darby Allen join the Dark Order.
0: <laughs> They're pretty much aligned with them at this point. So Lance Archer makes in.
2: Darby would fit in. I mean,
0: yeah, Lance Archer and uh, Ten make the save to save Darby Allen and his dad Sting. Uh, so, it looks like we're going to be getting either a tag match of Darby and Sting What? You know, yes, Sting and Sting Jr. Um, wait, wait, what? It, it's a meme. You're not internet savvy.
2: Okay, okay. Just...
0: Um, so, I think we're going to be either getting a tag team match or Darby versus Scorpio part two uh, sometime soon for the TNT title. Either way, way, something forget
2: a wild archer is now on the loose, folks. So, next week, um next week there's going to be a
0: little bit more to cover. We're not going to cover just AEW. I'm Let's making that pop decision that in for a second.
2: Let's just pop that in for a second. What is Archer going to do now? That's the scary part. I don't know. He's a psycho.
0: So, in addition to That's AEW, a literally three new japan shows coming up on friday there's the la dojo showcase so kind of like a televised house show in front of nobody um highlighting some of the trainees fred rosser will be on that show the former darren young who in radar's wwe 2k14 universe mode was an 11 time 11 time 11 time wwe champion
2: Yes, Darren Young actually won the WWE Championship 11 times in my universe mode at one point. I, he be- literally became like John Cena or something. I don't know. It was weird.
0: Because Raider likes to simulate everything and let the AI control it. But also on Monday and Tuesday well, I didn't know the pain. odds
2: were that Darren Young of all people could be an 11-time world champion. <laughs> you know, if I any- have had to bet on it, I would have said someone like oh, I don't know, maybe uh, Ryback. Maybe uh, John Cena. Like, I
0: don't know. You know, I'm just saying. Um, so, also on Monday and Tuesday, New Japan has Wrestling Duntaku. Night one is main evented by Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Jay White. Night two is main evented by Will Ospreay versus Shingo Takagi for the IWGPU World title. So, in addition to Blood and Guts on next week's podcast, we'll also be covering a little bit of New Japan news. If WWE does anything interesting, we'll cover them as well. Uh, But if we're in that kind of post-mania drought right now with WWE where there's just not much going on, it won't heat up again until Money in the Bank. That's how it is most years. So, I think that concludes it for the free section, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. If you want to continue listening.
2: uh, One more thing, just so people know. We do have some extracurricular activities going on over on Twitch. Still
0: you know, see, we write down stuff that we're doing on the podcast, and that is for a reason. Because there's one more thing to discuss on the free version.
2: That is right. We have, uh, like I said, extracurricular activities, one of them being UFC. UFC 4. We are doing a open weight championship tournament 238 competitors yeah i hear the jaw drops okay um what we are going to give the opportunity to do now is let you know the formatting and reveal a little bit of it and give some opinions towards it from all of us here and let you know some results as well so first of all, formatting. There was an undercard. I think we're just going to cover that first here. We had an undercard in order to get into an eight-man tournament. The undercard was two fights. The first fight featured representing Team Radar. That would be me, Alex Paris, versus representing Team Brad over there, Darren the Damage Elkins. They fought and each other in the undercard.
1: Darren Elkins is—he is insane. He just—he will not he stop was. fighting. Dude had a the,
2: bloody nose.
1: Yeah, he's hardcore. And
2: yeah, he still won. He ended up tapping out Alex Perez with an armbar. So Darren, the damage Elkins, congratulations on winning in the undercard as you have notched your way into the tournament. And the other man or two men I should say, that fought, but there's obviously only one man moving on as well. There's only room for two winners to move on. And these guys are going to be facing each other, but the other fight had representing my team, Kevin Holland, and representing Brad's team, Jesse a. Formiga.
1: Oh, wasn't that a fight?
2: <laughs> oh my god. Well, it, oh, it wasn't like, really. It was
1: more of a uh, bully beatdown. Uh,
2: yeah, it well, it's in the opposite way. It was like that one time when the bully beats up the underdog on the playground and the underdog doesn't get his lunch money back.
1: Yeah, it's when the it, bully wins. It was wins. like watching a fifth-grader, a mall kindergartner on the playground. It was bad. It was bad. Kevin Holland absolutely destroyed Farmiga, knocked him out. I think it was a first-round knockout. I think so, yeah. If not, the- it was quick.
2: It was such a bad knockout that we all know in UFC, sometimes there's knockouts where you can punch them a little bit more on the ground, right? The ref was just like, no! No, he's done. Don't even touch him. He's done. He was that dead, cold out. It was bad. The poor little guy got his butt handed to him so hard. He was completely unconscious the moment he hit the ground. It was like a sack of potatoes just hit the ground dead fish. I'm like, "Oh my god. Oh my god, that's it. Are you kidding me?" So Kevin Holland is the winner. Jesse a. Formiga and Alex Perez are out. We both lost a man on our respective sides in this war we have with each other. Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah,
1: it, thank it, you it Alex really Perez.
2: Works. Thank you man for fighting for the team. I know you went down, but thank you Alex Perez. Um, as much as I'm sure Brad's thanking Jesse A. Formiga for trying. That's he could but uh no blood really shed too much except for on formiga's face but uh not like darren elkins darren elkins man he had a bloody nose but anyways the winners were elkins and holland and they will actually be fighting each other in the first tournament um there's going to be the formatting now there's going to be 16 tournaments for eight mans 12 16 mans and the winner from every tournament is going into one final 16 man and the winner of that is going to become the open weight champion in this open weight championship tournament. So with that said. We have a guy from each side fighting each other in these opening rounds. We are going to be unveiling now and giving opinions, the three of us as well. Uh, the first four eight-mans. So with that said, here we go. And we already know the venue for the first eight-man, by the way. We're going to be fighting in the backyard again. So this will be taking place in someone's backyard is the first tournament. Yep, backyard fighting, folks. Backyard's awesome. It, it is. Um, Tim Elliott, representing my side, will be facing Michael Chandler, representing Brad's side. That is going to be a huge one.
1: It's going to be so a mauling.
2: Good, like up-and-comers. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a nice fight. I think, personally, it's going to be the best fight in the first tournament. Um, And then also, representing my side here, we got Yuri Pachaska taking on for Brad's side, Vincente Luque. So that is the left side of the bracket right there, those four. Now for the right side, representing my side, we got Cyril Gain versus his side, Marvin Vittori. And of course, the fight we just announced due to the undercard, Kevin Holland versus Darren Elkins is the other fight on the right side, the bracket. So with that said, if I'm going to make a prediction here, I'm going to say, okay, obviously Tim Elliott and Michael Chandler is the biggest fight in the entire tournament right there. And I'm going to say, I'm giving it to Tim Elliott over on my side. I believe in him. He's going to win that fight. And I'm going to also say Pachaska wins his fight as well. I believe we dominate the left side, but I think Prochaska, being the big man that he is big man, new man, 80 inch reach. I think he wins the entire left side.
1: Oh, very uh, bold prediction. I think is a, a big dude, and I think he's probably going to get a knockout over Luke. But Michael Chandler is no rookie. He's been around for a long time. He's only just made it into the UFC. First round knockout in the UFC in his first fight. And he's coming in here to destroy Tim Elliott. I don't think Tim Elliott has any chance. I think it's gonna be pretty even on both sides. I think we'll have one winner from each side. I think it's gonna come down to just the two of our guys.
2: Well, I think clearly Petraska's got the left side, but if you had to for sure say left side, you're probably saying Chandler, right?
1: I think I think Chandler's gonna make it for the left side. Yep.
2: Well about you, Tristan. Any opinion here or are you a little bit not sure of these guys? I'm a little bit not sure, to be honest. All right, all right. So so I'll give you the skip on this one if you want it. It's up to you. Yeah, skip. All right. Now for the right side of the bracket, if I had to say, I'd be saying Cyril Gain loses to Marvin Vittoria. I'm going to say my guy loses there, and I'm going to say Kevin Holland beats there in the damage Elkins. So I think we'll both have a win there on the right side, but then I think Kevin Holland (laughs) is going to lose to Vittori. I think it's going to be Vittori representing right side in the end for team Brad. And then I'm going to say Pachaska versus Vittori in the finals. Pachaska wins the whole first tournament for my side.
1: I really think it's going to come down to Chandler and Holland in the
2: finale.
1: And I think Chandler if he can get Holland to the ground, we'll win the fight. If he tries to stand with Holland, obviously Holland's got the reach advantage. It's not going to go Chandler's way.
2: Who are you saying between Gain and Vittori though?
1: Gain and Vittori. I, I'm I'm going to say Gain. I think that he's got a lot of power, and I believe he's the bigger man. He's. I think he's going to do the same thing on the left side. I think he's going to get a big knockout and walk into the second round, but I don't think he's going to make it to the finals.
2: I believe we should be able to accomplish doing this tournament tonight, actually, after the podcast. Um, well,
0: yeah. for people listening, it will have been two nights ago.
2: Yeah, so it will be available. We're saving all of our stuff on Twitch now, by the way, so if anyone wants to see it, it will always be there. The undercard's there, and it always will be. You can see those two matches that we talked about. Um, so like I said, we're only going to unveil three more, just the eight-mans, because we have four eight-mans, so we're only unveiling three more of our tournaments tonight and giving opinions on them, and that's all we got for the UFC stuff. So the next one we got, this is one where, Tristan, you could probably get in on, because it's not so much those new up-and-comer names, it's a lot of big names. The big names are all really right. still popping off. On the left side, representing my team, Israel Adesanya. Taken on, representing Brad's side, Glover Teixeira. That's a big one.
0: I don't
1: know and, either of uh, those names, really. Oh, wow. surprising! Israel Adesanya is the middleweight world champion
2: in real life.
0: I could take him on.
2: <laughs> and then also on that side, we have Tyron Woodley for my team taking on Jorge Masvidal for Brad's team.
0: You take two guys that I like, and you put them in the cage with each other. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another fighter, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But Jorge Masvidal is a genetic freak, and he's not normal, so he's my pick.
2: Oh, okay. So you go going Jorge Masvidal. I got uh-huh. I think we're all going to ride on the Masvidal train right there. Uh, yeah, even I, though,
0: I am as well. Even though he lost on Saturday, he's still my pick
1: here.
2: But I will say this, Israel Adesanya is going to beat Glover and Jorge and win the whole left side. I'm saying Israel Adesanya wins the left.
1: I think Jorge wins the whole left. I think he wins the whole tournament.
2: I would say Adesanya wins the whole tournament. But we got to talk about the right side before we can really say that. The right side we got representing my team, Omar Yakhmadov. I know the claps in the background are like this. Yay. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah that's a terrible pick for my team I know but it could only get worse as his opponent is unfortunately Ben Askren for Team Brad who's very much in the media lately if y'all have heard about his recent fight so really I mean I don't know who do you really go for guy who got
1: knocked out by Jake Paul
2: yeah (laughs) it's it's a scrub fight it's a scrub fight with a notable name so I guess we all go Ben Askren (laughs) I think even Ben Askren because
1: it's it's back in the UFC. He's got his MMA skills. He can wrestle. He can do all of that. It's not just boxing. So I think he's he's going to come out with a win on that one.
2: I'm going Ben Askren. Yeah, I think we got all right there. But then we got the final fight on the right side. Another one that's going to make you guys go, yay. whoa, Yay. Eddie Wineland representing my side. Yeah, I don't even know who he is. And uh, he's taken on Uriah Faber for Bradside, who will clearly win.
1: I don't know either of them. so Eddie Wineland has a very nice mustache, and Uriah Faber, of that. course, is a very good featherweight. He's been there for a while. He kind of looks like a surfer dude. I'm going to uh, say
2: Faber takes the right side and then loses in the end to Adesanya. It's going to be Faber versus Adesanya. Adesanya wins the whole thing.
1: I don't know. I think Faber will make it to the finale. I don't I think it's either gonna be Adesanya or Jorge Masvidal that faces Uriah Faber in the finals.
2: Who would you say from the right side, Tristan?
1: Masvidal's on the right side, right? He's
2: left side. We're talking Askren, Akhmadov, Wineland Faber. I'm gonna go Askren. Askren, okay. For
1: the, for the whole team. tournament? For for the, for the right side. side. I'm predicting right Masvidal
0: side. versus Askern in the finals.
1: Oh, five-second knockout incoming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Masvidal. <man. laughs>
2: All right, so Jake then we got Paul the remage. third tournament. He we did got it the again. third one here. So for the third tournament, we got representing my side. It's an okay pick. It's Brazilian, okay? Don't hate too hard. So support Brazil. When I say <laughs> picked from my side, Rafael Asuncao. Okay, Rafael. Oh, how, do you, how, how do you spell cow.
1: that? Ass and cow. <laughs> it's basically spelled like ass in cow.
2: Hold on. What's his name? Rafael Ass and cow.
1: Ass and cow. <laughs> oh, oh
0: asuncio. asuncio. not ass and cow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just the way it looks, okay? And anyways, he's facing Tony Ferguson. He's more than likely going to die anyhow. Tony Ferguson for Team Brad. I'm going Ferguson.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely Ferguson's going to. We're all
2: riding Tony Ferguson on that one. Although an
0: Assen Cow's beaten Masvidal and Dillashaw, so that's true.
2: You thinking about changing right there?
0: I don't know. At least Ferguson close the has to change.
2: But uh, the, other, the other fight on that side we have is a big one. Robert Whitaker for my team. That's right, boys. Robert Whitaker. Okay. And he's taken on for Team Brad. Another big name right here. Former NFL player, great CB, Walt Harris.
0: I'm going with Whitaker.
2: I'm going to have yep. to say Walt Harris. I'm, gonna I'm to going to have to Walt opposition. Harris as well.
1: He's just, he's too big.
2: I'm gonna I mean, hope Walt Harris goes to the finals, actually, and beats Ferguson even. i'm I'm riding Walt Harris. He's to the fighting
1: finals. in the memory of his daughter. Nothing's gonna stop him. He's gonna yeah. destroy everyone.
2: Do you know the story about that, Tristan? No, you should tell him that. Go ahead.
1: Uh, so basically his his stepdaughter that he pretty much raised since she was little, um, she was kidnapped and murdered while he was uh, making his way to the UFC. Actually, I believe he had one or two fights in the UFC. Wasn't as big in the UFC yet. But then that story came out and he took a lot of time trying to come back.
2: And then we got the right side where I think we're going to get our real winner from in the tournament anyhow. Representing my team, another big boy pick right here, Jose Aldo. That's right. I think he might win one. the whole thing. But he's facing for basically. Team Brad the Korean zombie Chan Sung Jung.
1: I think he takes the whole tournament. I don't even care who else is in it. Who? Chan Sung Jung. Oh, really? zombie. really? Dude, so he, doesn't um, he doesn't feel I'm, pain. He doesn't feel pain. I'm going
2: Jose Aldo
1: on that fight. That's going to be a good fight to watch. Yeah. By the way, we're at 50
0: minutes, so we need to hurry
2: on to the... uh, Who are you picking, though, on that one? Aldo, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. And the final fight in that tournament, a funny one, but an interesting one. Representing my side, Dana White versus representing Team Brad Bruce Buffer, who would have it any other way. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yep. That's happening. Yep. I think Who it's you going time guys? and
1: Bruce Buffer is going to win that.
2: I'm calling Dana White.
1: It's going to be a good I'm one. I'm saying
0: split decision. <laughs> <laughs> We're, We're all off.
2: picking one. We're all picking I think, one. I think the winner from the right side, is Jose Aldo facing Walt Harris and Jose Aldo wins the whole tournament. You guys for your finals and winner.
1: Uh, screw it dana white wins the bracket
2: (laughs) oh my god that happens
1: i think korean zombie wins the whole bracket
2: oh wow okay and now the last tournament we're going to announce the fourth one's the last one the only other eight man we got um this one is also very star-studded as well i mean very uh starting us off on the left side a big one For my team, Eddie Alvarez, who was just on after AEW tonight, by the way. Uh, Eddie Alvarez representing my side, taking on Dustin Poirier on Team Brad's side.
1: I'm going to go Poirier. I'm also going to go Poirier.
2: Screw you guys, I'm going Alvarez.
1: (laughs) Of course you will, he's your guy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then we got Fabricio Verdum versus the boa constrictor Alexi Alanyuk. I don't really know either of these guys. Big name submissionists. Very tough to call, but I'm supporting Brazil Fabricio Verdun. My guy. I'm saying Fabricio Verdun wins the whole left side. You guys for your left side prediction? Who's in the first fight again? Alvarez, Poirier, and then it's... I'm going Alvarez. Well,
0: I'm going Poirier for the whole thing.
2: Okay. And Brad? Your left side? I think Brad died. Well. Okay. On to the second half. Do you hear me? Yeah, the second half. Yeah, okay. We got you now. Who's your left side? Okay, so two for Poirier, one for Verdun. So then for the right side. Right side's a little weaker, but with one big name. Okay, unfortunately, you have to send some lambs to the slaughter. We can't all have A-listers for for our sides. Okay, so I sent for lamb to the slaughter here. I picked Yuri Cantara to go and die against Conor McGregor for Team Brad. It's pretty
1: obvious who's gonna win there.
2: Yeah, it's it's Conor McGregor. He's he's gonna win that. Any any doubters? Any? I'm gonna doubt. Oh, you're going to go for Alcantara. You crazy, crazy man. Just because I don't like Connor. Oh,
0: wow.
2: <laughs> and the final fight Johnny Walker versus Ray Borg kind of eh. We'll see what happens. We'll see what we can make out of it. I'm saying
0: Alcantara wins the entire bracket to smite Brad.
1: <laughs> I think Ray okay. Borg wins that fight, but I think Connor wins the right side and faces Dustin Poirier. And I agree, there, I except it's
2: gonna accept a little tweak. I think it's Connor versus Verdum, and Verdum beats Connor and puts him in his place.
1: If, if Verdum faced Connor in the end, I, I believe that Verdum would take him down and submitted. So I think that Verdum yeah. would beat Connor. He's got the size so, and the grapple advantage.
2: So that is the first four tournaments, guys, as well as the undercard and the results. You'll get to hear some 16-mans in the future, as well as results from these eight-mans in the future, and you get to see one tonight, I believe. All Mm -hmm. right, so looks like that
0: concludes the free portion of the show. If you're on YouTube, click a podcast link in the description to take you to the exclusive portion. This exclusive part, you know, we're not going to restrain ourselves language-wise. We're not going to shy away from topics that might get you demonetized on YouTube. So if that's your thing, click a link down below. If you're already on one of those platforms... Just stay tuned. You're going to get like three or four seconds of silence, but we will be right back with part two. And welcome to part two. While we wait for Brad to arrive, we're going to go ahead and open up the podcast exclusive portion with the newest game that we have both been playing MLB the show 21 it's my first MLB game ever really Uh, what do you think about it radar
2: it has been glorious just beautiful love it addicted to it playing it every day hours on end
0: and I have been I'm still learning so I'm not the best I kind of suck um, I lost really to a triple A team earlier today. Oh, wow.
2: So, not the best, but, you know, I'll get better. Have you played Dynasty yet? No. Dude, it's so good. My team is so good right now. I just got a new card today, actually. I got a new catcher. An 84 from the Tops Now cards for 2021. I got Yerman Mercedes. He's a monster, dude. And then... uh just to top it off, here here's my lap. I got that you're Mercedes card now, right? So then over on third base, I got the son of Dante Bichette. They call him the legacy, Bo Bichette. I got him playing third base. I got an eighty-eight overall card, Dansby Swanson from the forty two series, a current day hitter. And then to add that, I got over on second base my best player now, an eighty-nine, Roberto Alamore. From the Blue Jays back in the day. He's a classic.
1: All right. Brad's finally yeah. joining us. Uh, Brad, do you have MLB twenty one? I do have MLB twenty one. What do you think about it? I think it's a a big step up for Xbox to have a, a nice baseball game. I mean RBI baseball kind of sucked. And it's just not something I'd be willing to pay money for. But you know, MLB the show. It's actually really nice, really smooth gameplay, and the challenges are fun.
2: And we got my some life. special cards starting out, and we all got to pick some legends. Who did you pick, Brad?
1: Oh, I, I took Babe Ruth.
2: What about the other ones?
1: Um, I'll take get back to you on that, actually. I, I'm on the game, so I'll I'll run over to that real quick, and I'll tell you. Oh, all right.
2: Well, I took uh, Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt, if any of you have seen his commercials on TV. <laughs> I took him from my first baseman.
1: I believe I do have Frank uh, Thomas. I I I did take Frank Thomas. He
2: smashes homers, bro. He's got such good vision, contact, and power. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, when he hits
0: it, (sighs) it's gone. I think after we finish this recording, while I'm editing stuff together, I'm going to be playing MLB before I go to bed. I don't blame you. We
1: could all do a home run.
0: I also
2: got Ken Griffey Jr. Everyone knows and loves Ken Griffey Jr. Now, come on, I got him. And I got Roberto Clemente, like everyone's got. And I got J.E. Martinez as well in the outfield. He's doing good. So that's I think squad. the
0: part is seeing the PlayStation logo every time I open up a game on my Xbox.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird. Pitching-wise, I got nothing special really going on. I mean, everyone's going to have that Pedro Martinez, but on the side, I did pick up a new legend pitcher. I got Greg Maddox now. So that's cool. All
0: right. So
2: that is... Really all for MLB the show. As we wait for Brad to pick out uh let us know who he picked out for his legend, but yeah. Yeah. Other than that, well he'll get he'll get back to us with that. Well well, we're waiting on Brad. Um Floyd
0: Mayweather versus Logan Paul is happening on June sixth.
1: It might be a little bit later than that. Uh they have it set for a Saturday and they would be competing with another pay per view. Uh, UFC so, or yeah, other? I believe, it's, I believe it's UFC.
2: Speaking of pay-per-views, Cena's on the exclusive now. I don't feel bad to say it. only here and only now. Do you know now what I'm referencing now?
1: Are you making an OnlyFans account?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> what I'm oh. referencing is I recently reviewed a video for a friend that's due to come out in the near future. And oh my god, I'm not, I'm not going to say who. Okay. I'm um just gonna say that um and now I'm I'm going to say that um he could not stop saying certain phrase over and over and over and over again and it reminded me of something. Have you guys ever seen How I Met Your Mother?
1: No. What about you? Uh no. I've seen commercials oh for it.
2: But uh, they, they had they made a drinking game out of Robin Shrubotsky because she was like a broadcaster, and she, she would always say "but um, but um, but um, but um, but um, but um" and everything she would say. And now, and now, and now, and now. Yes, yes, thank you. And so this very person that I was uh, doing this for, he couldn't stop saying "now" or "and now" every fifteen seconds. Oh,
1: I wonder who that could be.
2: Yeah, I, I wonder.
1: Sounds like a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I and say, I watched
2: too. three hours and thirty-seven minutes of that, over and over. And the first hour, you don't really realize it, but then after that, you're like, "Oh my god, he's he's saying it repeatedly. You just you just can't stop. Oh my god." I hope I never
1: bad. have to that son of a bitch. Yeah, I me mean, neither. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah forget him. I hope he it dies yeah <laughs> All right, I'm
0: uh, gonna do um just we're gonna do a live test on how much I suck at MLB while is going through his stories. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna be playing as the Kansas City Royals going up against the Wichita Wind Surge. While uh while we're doing the second half of the podcast, it's gonna be a two inning game. We're gonna see if I can win uh in real time. You just gotta fix your
2: PCI, dude. I can help you. The
0: all right after the after the podcast, but for now, yeah, you've got a fun story.
2: Yeah, uh, before I get to that story, one more thing I want to talk about is Tim Scott. For those of you who haven't heard recently, they're signing in a bill for $6 trillion worth of infrastructure. Did I ask you, what in the blue hell do you need $6 trillion for to build when y'all were going to get cranky as a mofo over $5 billion, not trillion, billion dollars to make a wall? with Donald Trump.
0: See, I'm politicians reading. Politicians love government spending when it benefits them, and they hate it when it doesn't. I just hate it all the time.
2: Okay, fair enough. But I'm sorry, but you can't tell me it's not BS. Y'all can't spend $5 billion to build a wall, but you can certainly spend $6 trillion, and half of it's just going to other countries, quite frankly, or other people's pockets, or whatever.
0: See, my view on government is that... I want them to leave us all alone as much as possible, and they shouldn't have nearly as much power as they have. That goes for both sides. I really don't care if it's a Republican or a
1: Democrat in office. They both have too much power. They still are building the wall. It hasn't ended.
2: certainly being stalled, though, now that he's out of office, I would say.
1: No, he's actually uh, Biden is continuing the wall. Yeah, Biden took six acres of land from a Texas family to continue the wall
2: surprising. I thought he would have been more like the opposite. But hey, other interesting thing here is though, like I said, I brought up Tim Scott for a reason. And the reason being is recently we've been all hearing about where people are complaining they want police reform and defunding the police and all that, right?
0: Alright, wind surges up one nothing on Kansas City.
2: Wow, that's bad. But uh, this guy, Tim Scott, wanted police reform and they denied that when he put in for that but now that all of a sudden it benefits one side of the political spectrum completely now they want it
0: politics are just a game of which side can fuck us in the ass more but the thing is getting fucked in the ass if you don't want it it's not going to feel good regardless of what side it's coming from
1: Some people would disagree. People's
2: lives could have been saved if they would have just acted sooner on this rather than just hold off for their own political agendas. And that's a shame. The blood is on your hands. They don't mind
1: the blood on their hands, though.
0: All right. So now the thing that everyone has been waiting for radar.
2: (sighs) Well, as I mentioned on the non exclusive side, I am now a free man.
1: Yeah. Like
2: a lot of stress. A lot.
0: Kansas City is tied one to one now. I just got a homer.
2: So me and Lady Radar are no more. For Yay. very good
0: reasons, we might add.
2: Yes. Um. And also add, ladies, Radar is single. But I'm taking some time for me.
1: Yay!
2: But hey start lining up when you feel like it but i doubt you will because this town is dead to me at the moment anyways uh so what happened was i first i guess what's the best way to put this she had a cousin coming to town cousin
0: is in big air quotes so you know it's not a real cousin
2: yes air quotes a cousin
1: just by marriage to town Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, no. Originally, it was straight up cousin, straight up. Oh my yeah. god. Straight up blood cousin. Okay, supposed to be.
1: Supposedly, um, but not it, really. Yes.
2: To stay the night, and it would turn out to be he would Stay a couple nights, and maybe even the whole week. Okay. Now you gotta remember that I work. I work my ass off full time every week, just about every week. Okay. And on top of that, I would come home and I would be taking care of a baby while doing housework at the same time. I'd literally have the baby in one arm while I'm doing dishes, taking out Now keep in mind,
0: uh, the baby was lady Radar's, but Radar is not the biological father.
2: Yeah. yeah it was you a are not the father. <laughs> I don't actually have any biological children. Um, so... That just shows you how much I work my butt off and I would only get about two hours of sleep a night, if any. And you got to remember I got to drive and I got to work and I got to shop and all that stuff. And it was very difficult to be going through that. So imagine how I'm being treated and how I feel at this point, okay? So I'm already suspicious because beforehand, but even before this cousin story, let, it, let it, may I let you also know I was cheated on. And I gave her a second chance,
0: which is I would never do.
2: And for that, I must seem like a real saint to some people or maybe you all are just seeing the dumb side of it. But hey, I did it because of my parents, because my dad gave my mom a second chance. So I figured sometimes people need that. Maybe there can be something made out of it. I mean, it's it's the, it's kind of like a, a, a customary kind of, you know, it's like chance to right you wrong. Sink or swim, you know,
1: you dug your grave. Don't think she's a bitch, but whatever.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean we all do at this point after what happened now. So here comes to be this blood cousin in quotation marks coming to visit for a while. Day one, I thought I caught them trying to do it. I caught him on her on the couch, but they were like fully clothed still, but she tried to say they were just wrestling. She said that's gross. I just
0: wrestling, be-
1: right. If you're just wrestling, Um, then where's the referee?
2: So I was very suspicious at this point. I was very suspicious at this point. I gave up the couch for this man to lay on. Okay, so I was sleeping in a computer chair at this point.
0: That cannot be comfortable on your back or your neck. Or your pussy or your crack.
2: Okay. (laughs) So... We get to the day, D-Day, if you will, the day when stuff hit the fan, okay? A D-Day in more than one way. <laughs> the morning, the, the very morning, I come home and I'm doing uh, the dishes, and then I was, and the baby was asleep at this point. She'd already had her breakfast and fell asleep. And so then I'm making bottles.
0: All right. The,
2: the baby didn't have any bottles. The mother should know this. The mother should have already been working on this. That the should be. The not, and the mother was not. Very neglectful, don't you think?
1: Oh, A little yeah, bit. That's the same reason. She what could she have been reported. doing? That?
2: So I'm making the bottles. The milk's out. The powder's out. I'm making them. The baby has no bottles. She doesn't know this. I'm like the milk's out. I'm making bottles. And the baby woke up crying a little bit. And so I'm like, okay, so what? Let it cry for a minute or two and then I'll go get the baby when I'm done making the bottles. Just go outside because she was going to go out on the porch. And...
0: Royals won two to one final. So I can win sometimes.
2: That was good. And so um, she goes, do I have to do everything myself? And Storm's off to go get the baby. And I that set me off the rest of the day. I was so angry. Like, how dare you do that in front of company and treat me like that when you know it is so not true?
1: Yeah, when you do everything.
2: Literally everything. I'm multitasking, doing everything. Like it, You're it was taking bad. care of a
1: baby and an adult baby.
2: Yeah. It was so bad. Like, how? Oh, oh I was so upset. Like, I had to do everything. I was like, how dare you? You know? Um, so it comes to be that we get back from the store, I needed to lay down, get some rest for work. I go to lay down in the computer chair, lay down, I should say, more like sit in the computer chair to sleep, very uncomfortable. Um, I walk out into the hallway because I thought I heard some weird noises, sound like kissing noises or something, I don't know, and I, I think I heard her voice sound like her bedroom kind of voice. So I didn't like that. And then it got silent. And I'm like, silence isn't a good thing. I don't like silence. Why is it silent? All of a sudden. And I decide to walk into the hallway. I take about two or three steps.
1: What do you and see?
2: She was... Um, she was definitely sucking his dick
1: <laughs> that's awful yeah definitely not
0: funny it's very awful you caught him caught in 4k like edp 445 next week we're going into depth on the edp situation i'm saying that now
2: Oh, where'd so, Brad go?
0: I don't know. That's pretty. Cool. Well, looks like we'll have to keep going without Brad.
2: Um. So I. Uh, I I literally just I couldn't believe what had happened. I stormed back to the to the room, and she chased after me.
0: Not shocking.
2: And she was trying to say, "What do you think you saw? What do you think you saw? Uh, what do you think you saw?" I told her I saw you sucking his dick. What do you think you saw? I saw you sucking his dick. What do you think you saw? It's not what you think you saw. I saw you sucking his dick, and I'm pretty sure I saw you sucking his dick. That's why. That's why I said. So, I mean, there's a certain
0: shape to phalluses you can't mistake it you know what i mean like i don't get why she would think you you didn't see that does that make any sense
2: i have a penis i i know what they look like i thought Um, you were a tranny you know i i'm pretty sure i know what's going on at that point that the dick is being sucked and i saw it the dick, I uh, dick. you guys like, i have a dick yeah so you cut like, out but your back right no around yeah. that you know what i mean it's like you were sucking
1: his dick you going to tell your dad though
2: yeah that was the next thing she was concerned that i was going to tell my dad not concerned yeah, about right.
1: the part not about sure. her sucking a dick yeah, right yeah, in not front of you concerned for the
2: relationship or sucking dick or like, know, like are you going to kick you out no,
0: for people that don't know, radar's dad, what branch of the army was he in? Marines. Marine men are scary when angry. So I mean I get why she was hesitant about him knowing, but at the same time it's her fault.
1: It's because she didn't want to be kicked out. She wanted another she wanted to keep her free ride of doing yep. nothing. Exactly.
0: Do nothing and get everything. Exactly. A socialist utopia.
1: That's the exact reason why people reported her to the Child Protection Services, because she neglected her child and had other people do everything for her.
2: Reported her? Who
1: did? You told me that she got reported before.
2: Oh, oh. uh... No, I think that she was almost going to be.
1: Oh, okay. Well, still, surprised she hasn't been, if she hasn't
2: yeah um so to top things off might i mind you by this time i had already fed the baby all its meals i just want to remind you guys that so it had eaten all its meals lunch breakfast dinner all that um that'll come up later in the story though to why that's important uh I at least fed at lunch and dinner because if I didn't feed it breakfast, then she did. But it always eats breakfast, so either way, it had all its meals. But again, that's not the point right now. The point right now is what happened next. So if she wants to go off and tell my dad. That's the point we're at. And so I was like, maybe, maybe I will. And I, that was just to, for me to get her to go away for a minute so I could gather myself before I was about to have World War Two.
0: Before you went to Chris Browner. Yeah.
1: So he I didn't hit Rihanna. Him. She just got too close when she, when he was dancing.
2: Anyway. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I gotta see if my dad is still even here. It was his day off. I thought he was still here. I didn't know he went out to go get a pack of smokes and a haircut. I checked the room. He's not there. So I was like, well, I'm out to summon my dad's powers within me. I am his son after all. Kind of a son of the king moment. I literally just, I walked right down there and I said, You get the fuck out, you get the fuck out, and you get the fuck out. And he's just like, wait, you guys are together? I'm like, what? She was playing both of us. This hoe. This hoe that I was engaged to for over a year.
1: over a year yep these hoes ain't loyal no they're not
2: so or at least a year i think it was like nine months to 14 months range somewhere around there about it we'll just say it as a year and i i was just oh man you know how like messed up that was for a second. Wait, I thought you guys were together, uh, or I didn't know you guys were together. I'm like, what? You didn't know we were together? Huh? He had been so over there. days
0: at that point.
2: All this time, he's playing the role of her cousin, and he didn't even know that supposedly, but he really did. He was lying on that. So then Probably he's scared. like. Uh, You might as well tell him. And I was like, what the heck? This is supposed to be your cousin. Like, seriously? And she goes, well, it's not by blood. It's by marriage. As if that that makes it so much better. It doesn't make it any better.
1: we're We're just marriage cousins.
2: Yeah. Still doesn't make it any less Alabama. And so then... I think they had to reveal this next part because obviously they realized that's still gross. I'm hoping at least that's the reason for sanity's sake. So he goes, You might as well let the cat out of the bag. And she, they finally agreed on, like, we've been dating. Y'all ain't even related in any way, not even cousins. Y'all were dating. So behind my back, y'all are screwing and dating. And I'm doing all this stuff. And y'all are doing that.
0: Like bitches.
2: So. Uh... Man, this it was it was uh it was such an emotionally messed up moment. So he goes out on the porch, and then at this point, it's war between me and her. I didn't want to be in the same room with her anymore, so I separated myself into the kitchen, kind of like the same room but separate. She's still in the living room. We're talking to each other. And instead of me going off on her and yelling at her or even crying, I just told her with complete conviction. And complete sincerity as calm as I can I told her you are the worst person that has ever been in my life homeboy didn't hold back I told her I don't need you in my life anymore I don't want you in my life anymore you are done we are done you can go get out of my life I do not care I was not. I was not holding back. And I wasn't even going to curse at her either. I didn't curse her out. I just told her that straight up, straight point blank. I wasn't going to give her any wiggle room to make me feel in any kind of way because she's the one who's supposed to be feeling every kind of bad way. Right. I had to make sure of that. And so, topping that off right there. She goes, but what about the baby? I I go, not my child, not my problem.
1: Damn.
2: And she keeps saying, I said, not my baby. It's not my problem. And you should have thought about that before you were sucking another guy's dick. (laughs) So, yeah, but you got to think about the baby. Okay, uh, you need to think about the baby. Maybe you should have been sucking the dick of another guy who you don't want to be the baby's father when you got a father figure for the baby and you, you know, like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, how long has she been doing it?
2: Do you think about your own child when you do this? Because clearly you don't or you wouldn't be sucking the dick of another person. Maybe That's she does. She, father and child. But she thinks about
1: her cousin, so I mean, it would make sense. Some weird like stuff Like logical on.
2: standpoint, you got a guy who you want to be the father of your child. If you're thinking about your baby, you're not sucking another man's dick. You're only sucking his, or you're not sucking anything. Okay. Yeah. Loyalty. So you are not thinking about your baby. It is not me. No, no.
1: You aren't required to. It's her. It's her blood. She had the baby.
2: And so uh, she's going, what about the baby? I go, what about me? What about the baby? What about me? I'm supposed to just be stuck with you just because you got a baby and because the baby for now thinks I'm his dad, but it'll forget me so soon. What about me? I have to be stuck with you. I don't like you. I don't want to live with you. I have to be stuck with you because of the baby. No, not doing that. Ain't my baby. And I shouldn't have to be stuck with you. I deserve better than you. I told her that flat out. I deserve better than you. Absolutely. Facts. I told her, you know, it's funny. There was this girl I was interested in. Out in Delaware. I was talking to her right around the same time as I was talking to Ashley. I chose the wrong one. Damn. I told her that right in front of her face too. Just so she knows that I got my options and that she knows that she's the worst of it all. She's the lowest on the totem pole after what she did. She had to know that. She had to be made to know that. So she doesn't think that there's any chance of me wanting to get back with her because there is no chance because I know I got other options out there. So I was in hopes that she would just leave me alone and go away, but that did not work. For some reason, because she's some kind of crazy. So um, uh, after we're done arguing there in the living room and kitchen area, she goes on the porch and I see her hugging the dude through the curtains and window shades. I see her hugging him on the porch. Of course. So my dad comes home. I tell him exactly what happened. She's just like begging me. Please don't tell him. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm like, I'm going to suck him. his dick. And he comes in the door. I tell him, dad, we're done. I want her out of here. We're done. He's like, what What happened? I was like, well, and then I explained it to him. And then he called her a nasty slut. <laughs> nasty fucking bitch.
0: To her face? He's not wrong. Yeah. Based dead. Based dead door.
2: I was like, oh, wow. He's not you know, wrong. Like, I'm always trying to avoid saying things like that in that moment because I didn't want to resort to name calling. I just wanted the situation to be over completely and easily over. I didn't want anything like that. So I didn't call her any names. I never called her any names to her face I just wanted her to know that we were done That's all I wanted to accomplish And I wanted to make sure I did that effectively Without the name calling Because if you name calling Then you have a war and then it goes on longer You don't do name calling it just ends You know what I mean
1: It won't go on if you just kill her right there (laughs) (laughs) Easy
2: Well you know I do know how to cover up The smell of a dead body few ways, And where to put one But that's beside the point Yeah in
1: your belly um.
2: so the reason why i say this hugging thing is so important is because when i'm in my dad's room and he's got us separated so i can just sleep before work and not be in the situation i end up uh having her come in the room i don't know why she felt she needed to but she came in the room and she's like will you hold the baby while i get some stuff Because she's packing to leave And she said, you know, he forced himself on me. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I have a hard time believing that given your track record. Because you got to remember, she is actually on probation for false accusation of rape in another county. So, interesting fact here. So you want to tell me that you're, again, falsely accusing a man of raping you. The thing you're very currently on probation for. And that it's not rape when I just saw you hug him after the fact. Who do you know hugs their rapist? Anyone?
1: No. Usually they run away. Precisely. You know where she is now?
2: I'm hoping hell. Well, okay, she's in her yeah. parents. Yeah. I hope so So she's too. in hell. She hates her parents. Doesn't even want to talk to them nor live with them but she has to now. She finally well, moved back in with them.
1: We hate her and her parents probably hate her too. So.
2: No, they actually love her for some reason. And they know what she's doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't know they know make why. no sense.
2: She doesn't care about anyone, but they care about her for whatever reason. But um, eh, I also told her because she started, she kissed her baby, and I'm like, "Do you kiss your baby with that mouth often?" She goes, "What do you mean? What?" I said, you're sucking dick." You just got done sucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. Grossed her out right then and there, made her rethink her entire mental faculties. Oh my God. <laughs> I had her messed up after that. I literally psychologically destroyed her, and I wanted to. She deserved that. I told her, You are so broken. You can't even be in a relationship. And then she's all worried because the baby's crying and stuff, right? And she's like, I think it's hungry and tired. And I'm like, huh? And she goes, I don't even think it ate dinner. Like, can you feed it? And I'm like, it already had dinner. It already ate. What is the most amount of detail you can go you, into
0: on the illegal part of the situation?
2: Hold on. huh? That, that just shows you how neglectful she is as a mother. Not only did she not know that the baby had no bottles earlier, but she also didn't know that her baby already had dinner because she don't feed her baby. That's why I brought that up earlier. Jeez. So, what are you saying?
0: Um, I said, how much um, stuff can you legally go into on the uh, updated situation?
2: Uh, I guess everything, because nothing's really happened too much yet. Um, so, okay. but that involves the backstory to that, and that would be the fact that she came into my house. And this was about, I guess, like a week after she'd already been kicked out into my house.
1: That's just something Uninvited. you don't do. Yeah. That's that's pretty much breaking in. Doesn't matter. Like if, if a robber goes up to a house that's unlocked and walks in, they're not going to say, oh, they didn't rob the place. You left the door open. They're going to say, no, they stole from you. We get it. And that's what she did. She walked right in.
2: And then... Further thing is, she tried to hunt me down. She went looking like, for my car and found it and strolled by my mom's place. She wasn't giving up. Does Why your do you mom my mom?
0: Does your mom live near you now?
1: Because I remember a few years ago yeah, she' used yeah. to like the other side of the state It was like
2: 12 to 15 minutes away versus when she used to live almost three hours away.
1: Okay. Why do you think she was trying to find you?
2: I don't know and I don't want to know because ain't nothing going to be happening between me and her. I think clearly she lost her meal ticket and was looking to get it back, obviously. Yeah. Gold digging hoe.
1: It's a shame, um, but that's true.
2: Might I mind you, for those who don't know, so that's like the details of why I uh, put in to get a restraining order against her, which is fair, considering I don't need her showing up at my place of work and doing stuff like this or whatever she's trying to do, and I don't want her in my house, and I don't want her terrorizing anyone in my family. I don't want her around my family. And I don't want her around me. She needs to leave me alone. She texted and called way too much to all of us. It was harassment and it was technically stalking as well. What she did with my mom and the car thing. When she went looking for my car, that's technically stalking.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so just so you know, backstory here is she used to also be a bit of an emotional and mental abuser as well. Back when we used to like when I was up at her place for a while, and she just gave birth to the baby, and I was on like the the leave, she would be like, "Just go home, just go or whatever." Kind of like you know, I want you gone, I want you out of here or whatever. I'm like, okay. And then I would start packing, and then she like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Told me to go, so I'm just gonna go. You wanted me to go, so I'm just like, okay, it's that simple. My car's right there. I'll just go. No big deal." And then she's like, "No, just stay." I'm like. Oh. Okay, because she gets upset because she goes, oh, you can't handle a baby or you can't get it to stop crying. Um, she, it cries. It's what babies do. It ain't about can't handle it because it cries with you, too. It cries with everyone. It was ridiculous the way she acted. It really was ridiculous. She didn't even like the sound of the baby crying. It's like, then why are you even a mom? Like you just have to be okay with that, you know, like not like be messed up by it. And so I would literally be crying, you know, it was just, it messed me up a lot. And at a certain point I became numb to the feeling. I wouldn't even look at her anymore. So it definitely messed with me. And so as it is, tomorrow's my birthday. That's right. I'm birth dark tomorrow.
1: Oh, you are today, actually. Happy birthday. Actually,
2: now. Yeah, it's my birthday officially now. It is 1.13. It is my birthday. Happy
0: birthday. Even though everyone watching, listening to this, it'll be Friday, but, you know,
2: me. Um, I have a court case in the morning. On your birthday. Yep. And it's for the restraining order. I'm hoping the judge passes it through.
1: Good. That would be nice, huh?
2: Yeah. Really need that for me and my family. As well as even think about my coworkers, because do uh, you think they want that around? Probably not. Just so you know, for people to get an image, she's crazy and she can get aggressive. She once threw her her phone out the car window while I was driving and oh. then got <laughs> it and then threw it out the car window again and kept telling me to stop and go, stop and go, stop and go, and then proceeded to Fiesta stomp on it.
1: And was it was an expensive
2: lady. phone or a cheap one? A cheap one.
0: Well, that's good. I have a $1,200 phone now. It's the most expensive phone I ever had. And if this thing breaks, I am I'm going to start World War 3. I'm poor. I can't afford repairs on a $1,200 phone.
2: So, I guess, you know, that's the quickest story I can give on this.
0: And bye-bye, Brad.
2: That's about the quickest story I can give on this, I guess. All right. anything
0: for the uh, lovely people still listening? Anything what? Anything else for the lovely people still listening?
2: Um, I'm taking some personal time before getting into another relationship to that's uh, good. get in one. I should say I'm taking some time for me. I'm taking myself like a good, like, at least I want to say four months to even maybe six months or even a year to just wow. focus on me I and just, just heard... do me things and have some of the fun I missed out on like this. You know, I just heard the loudest
1: noise in my life.
2: And uh while I'm doing that I'm being smart and doing my research on single women. Might as well, right? So that way when I'm ready to strike and I've got myself balanced out.
0: Ready to strike doesn't sound what good. I want to do. Yeah, that sounds creepy.
1: When I'm ready to strike, I know which one.
2: When I'm ready to strike uh... Like a Cobra. Or more like a rattlesnake. I'll be like a
1: cerebral laying assassin. in the sands no. waiting.
0: For my relationship situation, I'm talking to someone right now. It's it's in the beginning stages, and I don't want to put too much emphasis on it in case nothing comes of it. But There's also a cute girl at the bakery I visit on my way to church who's pretty cute.
1: You need to my- watch out and make sure they are actually girls.
2: <laughs> and if they have Look, two legs.
1: I don't live in a blue state.
0: So there's not a bunch of confused people running around.
2: <laughs> That's right. You live in a polygamous state, right? Yep. <laughs>
0: down no 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 no
2: So all you polygamists out there, fuck you. Mormons. Yeah, <clears throat> say this. Yes, Mormons. And Mormon men more specifically, not like polygamous women, but more well, I mean sort of polygamous women. But I say this because, and I mean it truly, fuck you. Because for all us guys out there, a, a single men, okay? You are making this pond a lot more dry than it needs to be. Y'all hogging five motherfucking women to one man.
1: Literally in the year too There are
2: four other bros out there that could use some of those women, and there are now zero for them.
1: Fuck you. Hey, well, look at all those terrorists. They're hogging up the women. 99 virgins. And
2: and I have a fair point to make here. Even if they are 40-year-old women, 50-year-old women, even if they're 80 years old, still fuck you because... Let's say, okay, they could have been with, like, a a man that's, like, 10 years younger than them or 10 years older than them or whatever, and it goes down the line and down the line. Then that frees up a younger woman and then a younger woman and then a younger woman. That's more in our age range. Because let's say there's there's a 20-year-old who's with, like, a 35-year-old in a polygamy situation.
1: Fuck you. Sounds more like a Stockholm Syndrome situation.
2: Or there's a 20 year old with uh, another, let's say 25 year old or something like that when they could have been with you, right? But because of the line of the way things pass, like there's a, a, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but it's like it's like opening doors, you know what I mean? It's like if there's an open door, then there's another open door, and there's another open door. But if you close five doors, then there's less open doors.
1: Well, if the door opens, there better be a non-dry pond, in it? All right.
2: Anything else to discuss before we wrap things up? What if there's a non-polygamist, non-Mormon out there who's with a 30-year-old right now, and he's 40 years old, and that 30-year-old could be with another 30-year-old, and then that 40-year-old could be with one of them (laughs) polygamist 40-year-olds? You see what I mean? So It just doesn't work like that. That's why I say fuck you. You're you drying up the pond for all of us, bro.
1: Yeah, we don't like dry ponds. We like the wet, moist ones.
2: It ain't a matter of playing the field and having multiple women options. It's a matter of having an option at all. That's why I say fuck you. But thankfully, you'll be all probably happy to know that my options list is very nice at the moment with a decent several amount of options. But like I said, I'm waiting. Process of elimination is my theory. If it was meant to be, it was meant to be by the time I'm ready for myself. Whoever's left standing wins. Especially uh, out of whoever's left, whoever's the best wins. That's my theory. All right. So with all that out of the way, shall we wrap this thing up? Yeah. I'm I'm down. down. Like
1: a baby in a blanket. Please don't. (laughs) <laughs> oh, not, a good
0: <laughs> not the best time brad it's, it's, it's um, <laughs> so i want to thank all of you who listened until the very end i want to thank all of you who tuned in from youtube for this very special not so pg portion of the show with the not so pg story next week we're covering aew blood and guts and parts of both nights of new japan wrestling at Dontaku, as well as anything interesting that might happen in wrestling during that time I will try and contribute some new music next week and hopefully we don't have another story like the one you heard today because those should be kept rather uncommon I would hope but for now that's all so Brad Radar
1: anything left to
2: say? It's been good to rock with you fellas
1: Oh yeah this has been fun Hopefully, I can come back another time.
2: Good for the podcast
0: to be back. Remember, twitch.tv slash radarland7. You can check out radar's UFC tournament. Of course, Worldwide Universe YouTube channel for everything related to my universe mode with WrestleMania coming up just a month away. And with that all being said, for radar and Brad, I am Riot signing out, and we will see you next Friday.